Welcome everybody, this is Eric Young, President and Creative Director of EY Studios. Glad you can be part of another episode of EY Access. I'm joined by Don Cole, President of Your Store Wizards. Don, how's it going in Orange County, California? Uh, We're doing good here. Weather is nice and sunny. Great. Well, Don, we have had a lot of demand to know what yours and my thoughts are about what's going on with Yahoo. Soon to be Luminate. The big news is hit. Luminate is here. It's the new name of Yahoo. Yahoo Small Business will be no more. Luminate is here to stay. What are your thoughts just overall on the arrival of the Luminate brand, Don? Well, actually, you know, I'm excited about the opportunities here. I think with the new spinoff, I think there's a lot of possibilities for some changes in what Yahoo does, or no longer Yahoo. I'm going to keep saying that probably for a while. And giving them some opportunities to really focus on the, you know, business-to-business portion, which is what Yahoo Small Business, you know, now Illuminate does. And I think it allows them to focus on doing what merchants need and hopefully giving them the resources to build out, you know, the best-of-class tools to make them, you know, operate great stores. Right. Don, when I think about Yahoo right now, I traditionally think of it as a media company, that you know, from a news and sports and even email and a lot of the services. And for so long, Yahoo Small Business has kind of been a uh, odd puzzle piece overall. Would you agree? And so now the puzzle piece is, is kind of spun off literally into its own company. What, what's your take on kind of the, the history of Yahoo Small Business with Yahoo proper compared to where Luminate is going now? I think I totally agree. Uh, I think... Yahoo Small Business historically has been sort of the odd man out in the business. Mm-hmm. You know, it's you've got Yahoo, whether it's a media company or whatever it is, it's it's mostly a, a business to consumer business, and so the things they do and the decisions they make are based on that, and that doesn't fly well or, or work well in a business to business environment. Mm-hmm. There are certain things that you do for communication and whatnot that you, you don't need to communicate when you're talking with business to consumer, where business to business you've got people whose lifeline, whose whose, you know, income is dependent on this. And so I think it's a it's a different animal and I think it's always been treated sort of differently inside mm-hmm. this it's a small unit inside this big monster business to consumer business and so I like the idea of it separating out and being able to focus and being able to make decisions that are right for its customers. Right. Well, I want to talk about retention strategies that I'm hoping uh, Luminate has, but also acquisition strategies. So let's talk about retention. Let's talk about the merchants that Luminate uh, will have uh, from Yahoo Small Business, and I think the big question a lot of merchants have is, "Great, this is this is all well and good, but what's this have to do with me? How am I going to benefit as a Luminate store versus a Yahoo Merchant Solutions store? What's this have to do with me? I mean, a lot of this is obviously speculative at this point, Don. But how would you answer this question here and now? Yeah, obviously, it's a lot speculative. I'm just really hoping that as we move forward, uh, Yahoo's said, or now Luminate has said, or, uh, that they are really planning on promoting these platforms, particularly the you know MS One, you know Merchant Solutions One, you know the you know legacy old, whatever to call the platform, uh, that they're really actually starting to make some movement and and providing some new features 
and starting to do things to try to improve the platform. And I think that's got some great potential mm-hmm. um, that for a while has been neglected. Right. I hate to say it. And so I think there's some, some great potential there. And I think if they can do that, that will not only strengthen the current merchants, but that'll allow them to add on new merchants as we move forward down the road. Uh, I know they've got this new potential uh, two-pronged thing because they've got the MS1 mm-hmm. older platform and the MS2 Yahoo Stores or now you know Illuminate Stores platform that uh, sort of targets possibly different markets. That's going to be interesting. Well, and to coin a phrase, the past is prologue, right? And so if you look at the prologue of what has happened with MS1 prior to this Luminate deal, like you said, there's been a lot that's happened, in my opinion. I mean, in the past three to four months, there's been more that's happened in the past three to four years, you know, and, and so I think that's at least a good precursor to what can come now that this Luminate deal is, is here. I mean, I think that Yahoo's small business in the last few months and, and the better part of the last year has, has done a good bit to at least strengthen people's resolve about what to expect. Does that make sense? What, what are your thoughts on that? Yeah, I think that very much uh, there's been a shift, you know, at what was mm-hmm. Yahoo and now will be Luminate, in that before, like I said, that the platform in a lot of ways seemed like it had sort of been relegated to the back and we were working on this new stuff, so the old stuff got left alone. But there's been a lot of movement, uh, not only in rolling out some new features and starting to talk about adding new things, mm-hmm. but also in even with the uh, management, you know, talking to developers, talking to the community, and trying to actually get input and listen to merchants right. and developers as to what do they need, uh, which was not, unfortunately, done over the past couple of years, mm-hmm. you know, to any extent that it mattered. Um, so I think that's what got me excited. That was the first experience I had with it, is even before they started rolling stuff out, was actually talking to, you know, people in charge that are actually saying, hey, we want to do things. Mm-hmm. What do you think we should do? Right. Yeah, I think they've so. been as transparent as possible, what they can say. I mean, obviously they're bound by uh, certain limitations there, but I think they've been as transparent as they can with what's going on with the company. And like you said, I think they've definitely solicited the advice of a lot of merchants as well for what they'd like to see. But um, I promised myself I wouldn't use a lot of uh, Internet vernacular, e-commerce vernacular, but if you could define what MS1 and MS2 means for merchants that may be on one or the other, but they don't know what MS1 or MS2 means, what do we mean by that? Yeah, MS1 well, MS1 and MS2 is basically Merchant Solutions, you know, version 1, I guess you call it, and MS Merchant Solutions version 2. Uh, Merchant Solutions is the platform that Yahoo's had it's got RTML, it's got their editor, and it's been out for, you know, the actual original editor started, you know, 15, 16 years ago, uh, but MS1 started, you know, I don't know, like 8, 10 years ago now. And then MS2 is what Yahoo started working on uh, about two years ago with a new Yahoo Stores mm-hmm. platform, plural in the name, um, and that's a completely new beast. It shares some of the back-end stuff, um, it's a whole new platform, and so now they've basically got two, you know, platforms, and so we're talking about MS1, we're talking about the old RTML editor version, and MS2 is the new Yahoo Stores platform, and they serve, in a lot of ways, different markets, they get got different capabilities. 
Right. And, and speaking of the capabilities, and for those that are not familiar with what RTML is, RTML is the native language, at least for MS1. And uh, I think you have a little bit of experience with RTML, Don. Do you want to speak just about your opinion of RTML in general and how it applies specifically to merchants, so either already on MS1 or perhaps merchants considering moving to Yahoo? RTML is the language that's in MS1 that's used to build the actual store, HTML, CSS, everything in the back end of the store. Um, it's been around for a long time. It's gone through a few iterations. And in many ways, it sort of gets a, a bad rap because people say, oh, it's only available on Yahoo, so nobody knows how to use it. Uh, but actually, there's a lot of languages on different platforms that are only available on those platforms. RTML has a ton it can do, and there's actually a lot more advantages to it than I think most people ever give it grant, believe it can do, I guess. Mm-hmm. And there's just so much it can do, but people just don't know how to really tap into it. And I'm hoping that with this changeover, we can really get Yahoo to invest some resources to make it more accessible for people to understand it. Um, and I've you know, got some ideas that I think we could do that could really make it a, a great platform overall because there are a lot of things you can do in it that you can't do on a lot of other hosted platforms, and people just don't understand it mm-hmm. to, to a large extent. Well, now MS2 is devoid of RTML, and do you think that was a strategic decision? What's your opinion on, on that aspect? Uh, I think it, it was. Uh, RTML, you know, has, has a requirement that you publish the store, and the MS2 is more of a live store. You make a change, it instantly shows up live, and so there's some pluses and minuses there. You don't have a publish time without the RTML. If, you, if you're on the MS2, you don't have a publish time. Of course, the downside is you don't have a testing environment quite the way you can in the old MS1. Mm-hmm. So I think it was a decision they made because uh, a lot of hosted platforms go that route where there are live changes. Uh, but I think there's also some downsides to it that people don't completely understand. So, right. Well, Don, uh, continuing the theme of retaining merchants onto the new Luminate platform, I know a lot of merchants uh, are concerned about features, and features is something I know you have a, a lot of experience with at your store wizards. But tell me what you, and again, this is all speculative, but what do you think is going to happen in, in terms of the, the feature development that comes intrinsic with Luminate? What, what's, what's your crystal ball show there? <laughs> My crystal ball. Well, it's a, it's a lot of guessing here, you know, hopeful guessing, I guess. I would like to see, and I, and I believe that they're going to be working on a couple different fronts. They may be building out some new features. I know they've got some ideas for things they're going to be rolling out. Mm-hmm. I'm hoping they build out some new developer tools to give developers easier access to build some of these features. Right. Uh, and I know that they may be hitting up some of the you know developers out there that have got features that they don't have and looking at ways to either partner with them or you know use them in some way to try to expedite, you know, building out some of these features for stores. So I think they've got a lot of potential, and I think they really want to make these available. Now, of course, this is all crystal ball, so we'll see when it actually, you know, occurs, what happens. Right. Well, Don, as we continue to think about this, whether it's the the features that we're talking about here or anything else, in the back of my mind, I keep thinking, well, wait a second, it's not just one platform. There's two platforms, like we said. There's MS1 and MS2. Do you see this as potentially problematic? I mean, they're going to have to sell Luminate to uh, a whole new slew of customers, and now we're getting into acquisition of new merchants. Do you think that the narrative of Luminate represents 
two platforms versus one, could that be problematic? Or, or do you see uh, other precursors? I mean, you look at something like Magento with uh, Magento Community and Enterprise, and there may be others out there. But how do you look at the fact that you've got twin platforms under the Luminate banner? Uh, how, how do you think that'll play out? Well, I, personally, not not a route I would generally want to go just from the standpoint that I feel like you've got to make sure you've got a distinction there. And they may have plans for it, and they may, as they as they grow each, and hopefully they work on growing the MS-1 and its capabilities, there may be a way to market them both and give selling points and reasons for one versus the other. But as they're, in large part, very different platforms, mm-hmm. I think that's going to be the hard part is really being able to distinguish why would I want this one versus why would I want this one. I know MS1, at least the plans, is to make it more of an enterprise solution, and I Mm -hmm. think it's because it's been around longer, it's got some more capabilities that have been in the platform, but you've got to make sure you make that distinction clear as to why is that an enterprise platform versus MS2, and what is my MS2 target market? And I don't know that I can, I can make guesses, you know, smaller merchants or someone starting up will have an easier time just quickly starting up in an MS2 store, but I think that's going to be, to me, their biggest challenge with it. Well, to me, the, the most sought-after target demographic is really the mid-market, and a mid-market is, is tough to define. I think a lot of people have uh, different definitions on, on how much volume the mid-market is doing in e-commerce land. Um, but I guess we could define it here as merchants that are at least doing a significant amount of volume. I, you know, I would personally say it, uh, put it at as a million dollars or more a year. I mean, is that kind of your threshold, Don? How, how do you define mid-market? Yeah, mid-market, it's so tough because yeah. you think about things like even when, you know, Yahoo is called Yahoo Small Business, small business varies on even what people think of as, as small business right, because... Right. A small business to an IBM is completely different than, you know, what a mom and pop down the street thinks was a small business. They may be thinking they're small business, and IBM goes, yeah, you're under 5,000 employees, you're small business. Right. (laughs) So um, they're completely different. And so same thing with, like, you know, the mid-market. It's the, I've got a store, it's operating, it's doing, you know, some business, but it's not, you know, an IR top 500 so it's, it's really tough to make an exact ruling, in, in large part also because you've got to deal with what kind of margins and things like this. You have some, you know, that may sell furniture and may sell a million dollars and may not make that much. Mm-hmm. And the uh, same, you know, company that sells a million dollars that has a good markup on a product that's, you know, a small dollar product may be a completely different thing. So I, I don't know. I, I don't wish I had a number. There's no... I don't see how you can create an exact number. You can you can make some guesses that yeah, a million dollars to you know some middle threshold there, but I think it's going to large part come down to what do the stores feel they need to make their business grow. Yeah, it's it's a sought after market. Nobody knows what it is, right? Nobody knows how to define yeah. <laughs> what it is. So I I look at the central nervous system of the mid market in e commerce land as a second five hundred. Um, and obviously, it's it's stores doing, you know, probably less than a million. I, I've heard people say that it's as low as a hundred thousand dollars or five hundred thousand or whatever. The whole point of me bringing this up is I'm interested to see exactly what Luminate goes after, uh, because you have a lot of platforms like Shopify, 
uh, big commerce that are that are going after certain demographics. Then you have Magento Enterprise. Uh, it, it's going to be very interesting to see exactly where Luminate uh, position itself, what type of audience uh, that it's going to go after. And again, this is all speculative, but you know, for Luminate to really make its mark, for it to shed its light into the darkness. You like that, Don? Okay, I'm, I'm trying to. You know. <laughs> But uh, you know, for the light to uh, to really make a difference, it's going to really have to go after a specific demographic that, in turn, looks at Luminate and says, "This is for me." And my speculation is they're going to go after existing businesses, the ones that are maybe not necessarily the mom and pops that are dipping their their toe in the water to see if it's going to work, but it's businesses that have seen something work and wants to to grow the bottom line, that wants to grow. And to me, one of the biggest things that I I love about Yahoo, we talked about RTML, the thing that I love about uh, Yahoo up to this point, now Luminate, is the customization ability. So these stores that want to grow, they want to do some funky things with their sites. They want a lot of customization. And Luminate really has to fill a void uh, that's out there in terms of customization that they have to exceed something that other platforms can't get. You know, I think Magento has really kind of got the market cornered in terms of the ultimate customization engine. Um, and there's you can do a lot on the other platforms, but Yahoo, you can do a lot on it. And I'd like to see that continue and evolve with Luminate. What, what are your thoughts on all that, Don? I know that's a lot of stuff to throw at you, but what, what do you think? Yeah, I think, you know, for me, I honestly love platforms that allow you to customize and that let you get, you know, under the hood and make changes. Uh, you know, obviously, we, we work on a lot of platforms. We work on Magento. And, you know, Magento, by definition to me, is the one that you can do the most on. But it adds so much complexity exactly. to do that. Right, right. Both from a, from a user perspective and from a developer perspective that... That comes with a great cost. I think Yahoo, particularly the MS1, and I'd love to see if they could do it with the MS2 as they grow it, honestly has more flexibility than most every other hosted platform out there, if not all of them. Mm -hmm. Um, And uh, it's actually, complexity-wise, not as bad as a lot of people think. They don't don't understand the RTML stuff, and that's why I think if we get Luminate to put out some information and make it more accessible and make some changes to it to make it more accessible, I think it could be a great platform because it's got the flexibility and customizability, if that's a word, um, you know, it is now. to do things, yeah, to do things that you can't do on other platforms or things that, you know, oh, I have to buy an app for or whatever on other platforms, and there, there are ways to work around it, but there are some of them that, uh, you know, some simple things that on, I can do on Yahoo that are just a lot of work on some of the other platforms. Right. So I love the Yahoo platform, and I'm, you know, obviously used it for years. So my hope is that we make that accessible so more people, both store owners and developers, can access it and understand what it really can do. Well, I think that focusing on the interface, just the uh, the back end of the site, that that's really kind of where you have to start to. Uh, simplify whatever complexity has been associated with Yahoo up to this point. I mean, you compared it to Magento, but uh, I think I think the uh, the interface is really where you start with that, don't you think, Don? Yeah, yeah. I mean, you know, what, what's actually sort of surprising is you know Yahoo's you know back end interface was built I don't know fifteen, sixteen, you know, seventeen years ago right. to a large extent. 
extent, it actually has survived the test of time longer than I you know, expected something like that would. And I think it's because it's fairly simplistic. Um, but I think it could use an overhaul to make it a little mm-hmm. nicer and make it a little more user-friendly. Right. Well, let's talk about the specifics that we do know at this point. So it's looking like uh, it's going to launch in the fourth quarter of this year. That's pretty interesting, Q4 launch. How do you feel about that, Don? Yeah, well, it's, you know, it's supposed to transition over, and uh, I, I, you know, supposed to be at the very beginning of the fourth quarter, and you know, I believe they, you know, legally have to. So mm, that's um, true. I think yeah. that will that will all happen. Uh, so I'm just hoping it goes smooth. You know, I mean, fourth quarter is obviously scary. If it can be beginning of first quarter, fourth quarter, then that's not as bad as if it was. You know, it was December one. I think you know every merchant would run for the hills, uh, but. You know, my biggest thing is that they really have this nailed down and that it becomes a smooth transition. And I know they've got engineers, more engineers than I can count, working on it, trying to make sure that will be the case. I'm just hoping they pull it off. Right. Well, I know a lot of merchants have expressed to both of us a concern that with the name change, with Luminate now, that you're voiding any kind of name recognition or, or trust factor that people may have with Yahoo. And so now they are Luminate stores, and they used to be Yahoo stores. Really interested to get your take on how this will affect uh, the trust aspect of these stores. And I've got my own opinion, but I'll save it till after I hear yours. What do you think? <laughs> uh, well, you know, I think there is a valid point to be made there. I think they're going to have to put a, a big marketing push on this to make sure the word gets out. Um, you know, people have talked about things like, oh, could you put Luminate, you know, used to be Yahoo or something like this. And I don't know that that's something they're going to be able to do or, or will do. Uh, but I think that the key is they're going to have to really get the word out, you know, about Luminate. The good thing is, with this whole spinoff from Yahoo, they do have a lot of press interested in talking about it already. So I think they just need to find a good way to leverage all that. Um, and that's not my strength. I'm not a marketing guy. But... I think, you know, they've got their hands full, but I think they, you know, I think they've got potential to do it. They just have to really make sure to make a pointed effort to do it so people can recognize, hey, this is the new name, you know. Well, and the the holding company is Abaco, so it's really going to be Luminate from Abaco, formerly known as Yahoo. Is that, <laughs> it just kind of flows off the tongue, right? Oh, that just flows right off right. the tongue. Real nice and easy there. Yeah, so I can see that all working together, but... You know, my, my thought, Don, is I'm not really hung up on the fact that the Yahoo recognition is now fading from, from these, these stores. I think it's, it's really going to be the responsibility for Luminate to engender a brand that people trust. Uh, because you have a newborn baby here that you've got to uh, raise up and, and cultivate in the, the minds and hearts of the, the public. And so you've got a blank slate. I mean, Yahoo has some good associations with it, maybe has some bad associations as well. Um, As you said previously, we have a window here in in which they're going to market it, and that's going to be, the the next few weeks and months are going to be really critical in terms of how it crystallizes itself in the public. Uh, It could be an awesome thing where people, there's so much interest, so much uh, uh, positive attention um, brought to this new Luminate brand that that can really have a, a lift factor with the merchants. You know, they can benefit from that if Luminate 
plays its cards right. If they don't, if they create some confusion uh, in the marketplace and, and they don't play their cards right, then that may could have a negative impact uh, for Luminate stores. Uh, but I choose to look at it from a, a positive standpoint that uh, these stores can, can really um, you know, have a good lift, as I put it. But I guess it remains to be seen. I mean, it's, it's probably too early to call, uh, but I, I think that there's some, some very definite uh, critical elements that the brand for Luminae is going to have to pull off. What do you think? I, I totally agree. I think... I think it's got some really great potential, and I think it's got some, some great opportunities, mm-hmm. and I, I'm excited about that. But just as we're saying, we have to see as it, as it rolls out. And obviously, if it rolls out and you know something stumbles along the way, it could go bad and get some bad press, and that could really hurt it. But I think if they do it well, I think there's a good potential to get a good fresh start and to show you know the whole you know e-commerce community that they mean business and. They really want to become the platform of choice. Right. Well, Don, one of the reasons why I'm optimistic about it are the people behind it. You know, you and I have had the opportunity to meet some of the new folks that have come on board. And uh, a lot of the folks that we've had the pleasure of doing business with for years are still on board. And, uh, and so I think they've assembled a great team. I, I think that they're, they're playing their cards right in terms of the people involved because, uh, you know, with any brand, it comes down to the people behind it. And I think they're great people there. I think they're people that really care about the merchants. I think Yahoo's kind of gotten a bad rap over the years of just not caring. And I think you, you and I can testify both to the people behind it really caring about merchants and making sure that they're successful with the Luminate brand. And so that that's the part that really, I, I think, puts a positive spin on it um, in, in my mind is just the people that are involved. What's your take? Yeah, I, I totally agree. I can say it again. You know, it seems to say it a lot, but uh, you know, knowing the knowing the actual people at Yahoo that are moving over, you know, in this spinoff, and a large part of the people that have been there are moving over. You know, these are really good people. I've known a lot of them for years and mm-hmm. years. It's not just that, like, oh, I hang out with them, I like them. I know they care. I know mm-hmm. they really want to see merchants thrive. I know they want to see merchants do well, and they care about the platform, the community, you know, and the merchants. And that is the part that, to me, gives me the most hope out of this whole transition, mm-hmm. is knowing that the people that care are coming along, and, you know, I worry about, okay, let's make sure this transitions well, but you know what? The people that are in it right now want to be in it in the future, and they're coming along with. So they're the ones that are honestly closer to the boat than I am, and they're still staying in, and they're not, they're not climbing out. They're climbing, you know, climbing on this new boat and going out, so... That gives me the most hope, and you know I love the people there, and I think you know they're really good people. Well, and, and not only are they good people, they're enthusiastic about what's coming. I mean, you and I can again both testify to the fact that they're excited about it. They're enthusiastic and bullish about what's coming, and, and they're smart enough people where if they smelled something rotten, they jump ship. You know, they'd feel like that this is a perfect time to get the heck out of there. And they're excited. And I think one of the reasons why they're excited is they finally have the resources to pull a lot of this off. You know, I, I, for the past little bit here, uh, the folks at Yahoo have been stretched. You know, they've had to do a, a lot of other people's jobs and, you know, had to work with the resources that they've been given. Now, all of a sudden, 
there's a pretty big influx of resources coming their way, and that's reason enough to get excited, don't you think? Yeah, I think that's, you know, they've, they've been, you know, I don't know the exact numbers and everything like this, but I feel like now they have got the opportunity to have resources to do what are, what's going to work well for the platform, for the merchants, and the other nice thing about it is as they move forward, if they do the right things, then the platform will grow, then they will grow more resources, so they have a, a more vested interest in making sure it all works well. Mm-hmm. Whereas before, it all went into this giant Yahoo you know, pie, and I don't know how it all gets divvied out after that, but you know, this way they're you know, in charge of their own destiny there. So. Right. So the big question is, Don, will you wear a Luminate t-shirt? Well, I, you know what? How about this? How about I get three of them for my you know, triplet boys, and I can get a picture of all three of them with it on. I'll wear it too. Uh, I don't I, know. I, I, now that's a, that's a marketing <laughs> campaign I can get after. I think uh, three of Don Cole's triplets uh, plastered over billboards just countrywide. You know, I think that that'll really help get people on board. You know, maybe that's that's something you should mail in. No, oh, that's. A, I don't know if they take that as their marketing platform, but hey, what the heck? <laughs> <laughs> well, Don, I appreciate your time here. Uh, it's going to be very interesting to see exactly. Uh, you know what happens over the next weeks and months, but uh, we'll we'll stay tuned on this and keep everybody posted on what our thoughts are. And uh, appreciate you being here today on EY Access. Sounds good. Thank you very much, Eric. All right, thanks.